Welcome to P3 Radio. The monkey only dances as good as the guy grinding the organ handle. It's ridiculous. Truck goes to the white. <laughs> My daddy's winger is big as a Coke can. Cool story, bro. Hey, genius, it's, three, it's 2 p.m. Central. Marty, why are you shaking like that? PG3 Radio. Here's your host, Josh Friday. I got a boner right now. Richard Mulligan. Our listeners probably want to hear more about this rat coat. <laughs> it's showtime! It's showtime! It's showtime! Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of P3 Radio. I'm Richard Mulligan, joined by my co-host... And best friend, Josh Briley. Say hey, Josh. How's it going, everybody? How are you doing, Richard? Oh, I'm doing great. Me too. How? how are you I'm sure? wonderful. Are you sure? <laughs> oh, man, I feel great. Wonderful. Stupendous. Super D-duper. Be- better than last week? I don't really remember much about <laughs> last week. <laughs> brada, 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 brada. See, that wasn't even on, on uh, tape. It was. Oh, I was brothering on tape. You were, you were starting to brother. Oh. Uh, starting to do a... You had a, a little bit of an interesting weekend last week as the microphones went off, I would say. It was interesting. Uh, but you're feeling good now? You're, Oh yeah, Feeling my good? my uh, my sternum is back in order. <laughs> uh, the spot on my back that was hurting it's 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 non hurting anymore. Oh, we'll get into it uh, after the break. We're gonna get into that whole story, but uh, I did want to take the first part of this episode to see how, how you were feeling. Check my vitals and all <laughs> yeah. that. I'm good, man. Uh, I'm, I'm a lot better. Well, for those of you that don't know, if you listen to last week's episode. Uh, the last segment, Josh, I mean, he contributed. I was on autopilot. But, but a little bit sleepy, I want to say. And and it made for an interesting after-show party um, after the mics went off. We'll get into all of that. But, uh, Josh, you, you sure you're feeling good? I see you, you don't have any any drinks over there or anything like that. You're... you're uh, Living a cleaner life these days, huh? Yeah, I am a water drinker. Um, I even, uh, you know, cut back on all the sleepy juice and white lightning and all that. And yeah, I've got to give you the water mixer you left in my car. <laughs> was, you, was you missing that? My wife was mad, for real. She really was. She was like, where's the other bottle of the uh, water flavoring? I said, I dropped it in Richard's car. <laughs> she, got, she got shoot mad at me. That's funny. So I'm glad you're feeling better. Are you like walking in the park now and you're taking time to sniff the roses? I watch a lot of the sunsets. Yeah. Um, Sometimes I just take a moment to watch my children play. And I'm going to be honest with you, man. I drank coffee this morning uh-huh. and, um, you know, it's really got me tore up now. So in that <laughs> aspect, I'm not okay. I guess right. my bowels are a little changing. Well, that's cool. I mean. Yeah, because coffee does that to you. I thought it was supposed to do it to, to you instantly. Well, I mean, it, it kind of does because I had to go to the bathroom right after I left Target. And, <laughs> uh, so you were just having a coffee at Target? Uh, yeah. Oh, the Starbucks there. No, I bought a uh, iced uh, Frappuccino gimmick from Starbucks. That's uh, what I just said, the Starbucks Well, there. it was Starbucks <laughs> brand, but I didn't buy it from the... It was uh, in the little uh, freezer thing beside the cash register. Oh, okay. Gotcha. There is a Starbucks there, but... yeah. I, 
contributed to Coca-Cola. Well, I tell you what, how about we take a break? We come back and we tell the the epic of <laughs> the epic saga of, of <laughs> Josh and the blackout. <laughs> oh, where I tried to get my pilot's license last week. <laughs> yeah, I tell you what, we'll we'll be right back. Who do you want to hear from this week? Let's go with uh, Fans Edge. Man, Richard, I am super excited. Baseball season's about to fire back up. I'm just a little hesitant to buy a jersey right now. Was that? It seems like any time I do, the guy, he gets traded within a couple of weeks, and there I am looking like an idiot. But you're just shopping at the wrong place. You need to go to Fans Edge. Fans Edge? Fans Edge. Fans Edge. Yes, Fans Edge. It's a website. They offer jersey assurance, meaning if you buy a jersey and the player's traded within 90 days of your purchase, they're going to replace it for you. Wow. How do I get in touch with them? Well, you can visit them at our link, tinyurl.com slash p3 sportswear. And if you type in ships free at checkout, they're going to give you free shipping. Tinyurl.com slash p3 sportswear. I'm going to go there today and get my Braves jersey. When you go shopping for wine, do you look at the labels? Do you stare at the price and wonder if the wine is worth the expensive tag? Well, stop it, because Wine of the Month Club has you covered. Every month, Wine of the Month Club is going to send you two bottles of high-quality wine right to your front door. And what better way to say I'm thinking of you than a subscription to the original Wine of the Month Club for a friend or a sweetheart. Each month, they'll be reminded of your thoughtfulness and will receive the monthly wine letter and newsletter binder. Recipes, wine knowledge, and great wine, and the opportunity to get more of their favorites is at hand. Give with confidence and joy, knowing that you're a part of the original Wine of the Month Club. By the way, there are no dues, no fees, no hidden charges. Cancel any time with no obligation. Just pay no more than $23.96 plus shipping for two great bottles of wine. Go there now. Sign up by visiting our link, tinyurl.com slash p3wine. That's tinyurl.com slash p3wine. The Wine of the Month Club, the original wine club since 1972. Welcome back to P3 Radio song about Josh's life last week. I've got a good woman at home Who thinks I <laughs> do no wrong But sometimes, oh. Lord, she just ain't always around <laughs> Wow, this song is perfect. And you know I know. that's when I fall McCaskill, he's on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but you're doing okay now, right? Play me some songs about a <laughs> Was you the rambling man that you were? Okay, I was maybe, Marty McFly that night. Maybe we need to start from the beginning. Do you want to leave that playing in the background just lightly? <laughs> <laughs> so last week. We had McCaskill on the show. I guess this would be two weeks ago now in real time because we did two shows back to back, you know, and played them in consecutive weeks. So two weeks ago, we had McCaskill on. And I don't know what it is about Josh having guests here, but it's like you celebrate a little too much every time. Well, the guests that we've had. Yeah. 
are like super duper old school friends. Yeah. You know, I'm so happy to see them. That you just want to black yourself out so you don't have to be around them. <laughs> no, I just, you know, I get excited, man. Naturally, I, I'm that guy. I'm over animated whenever I get, you know, right. uh, fired up, you know. No, no political talk last week. You did try to, and I, we'll have to talk about this off air. You did try to get into a discussion with McCaskill about uh, a girl that y'all might have fought over or something, I guess. Yeah, you brought that up. Uh, wow. And you were using names. <laughs> so we had to edit some of that out. I don't know if it even made air because I was just like, Josh, off air. And it, we never talked about it off air. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> but this would have been back in the day. This Which is crazy because, I mean, we were really cro- close friends. Right. You know, from like ages four until like... 11. Right. I can't see that there would have been a girl that would have came. I mean, one I could think of in like fourth grade, we both liked or something, but <laughs> she was way out of our league. <laughs> well, you brought up names and we were, we had to both look at you and go, no, 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 not right now. Not right now. And finally, you know, you did. But mm. as the night went on, uh, we went through our first segment. We talked about, uh, Male, uh, masculine toxicity or toxic male. Toxicity. Uh, toxicity. Masculinity. <laughs> oh, what are you throwing? Footballs? <laughs> uh, oh, Jesus. Miss Harder. Miss <laughs> Harder. You will not wear pink in my house. In my house. In my house. Now, uh, as we were talking about that, I remember you walked over to me. Now, here's the funny part. That second show, we had a break in between the shows, and I knew I was going to be leaving, so I just switched to regular Coke, you know, for that last two hours or so. So You know, that's why you told me that you don't have a Coke problem. You just like the way it smells, (laughs) right? I I switched to Coke Zero. Uh, So I was completely fine by that mid-segment. Uh, you know, over time and everything, everything was fine. No longer sleepy. Sleepy? Sleepy? I wasn't sleepy at all. Are you sleepy now? I was sleepy. No. Uh, <laughs> but no, man, uh, I was fine. And then, you know, we had a break in between the first segment and the second segment. Hence why we got so in-depth about that sham wow guy. Uh, we actually played a segment. And you stop me if you haven't heard this one. Because <laughs> you were here. But so we had a little sham wow segment. We actually stopped in between and like watched this video, talked about it, what we were going to talk about and everything. So we had a good break there, like a 40-minute break. Uh, And then we started the second segment. And in the second segment, you came over for the second time and asked to borrow some of my uh, drink that I had that wasn't Coke. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, sure, because me and and McCaskill were talking. And you went back to your seat and everything. And about halfway through – you started doing the brother, brother, ha ha, brother. <laughs> and you wasn't making a lot of sense, but it was funny. I mean, it was funny how you were interjecting and everything. And uh, you didn't try to fight McCaskill, but you were wanting to bring up an argument you guys had had. So <laughs> we we go ahead and end the show. And the uh, ending last week was a train wreck, by the way. If you would listen back to it, I'm like, Josh, what's the number? And you're like, 731300s. Fuck it, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, ooh, okay. So we did the exit and everything. We said bye to McCaskill. He thanked us, and it was great having him on. And uh, everything, everybody was packing up and everything. McCaskill left, and uh, we went downstairs, and I said, I think 
my wife's at a party. I think I'm going to go over there and to the party and see him. And you looked at me and you're okay. And uh, we went downstairs and I uh, went outside and I locked up the door and you're still standing on the porch, which is not unusual. You, you know, after we're done for the evening or if we, um, if we go to a game and we are talking all night, we still go out on the porch and just, you know, kind of shoot it about whatever we just, whatever we want to talk about. And where are you going? Oh, Oh, you K fame. Oh, okay. <laughs> but you know, it's not unusual for us to be out on the porch talking after we've had this big talking event. So I look over at you and you're still there, but you're there, but you're not there. You're standing on the porch just looking at me when you're holding a drink, which I didn't know you came down with a drink, but I don't know if it was a mixture of something or if it was just one substance. Uh, well, like I told you, whenever we talked about it the day after, I don't mix anything. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> so there was a good possibility. Half, probably about a half a cup, like a red solo cup, half halfway filled. And uh, that was number two. Yeah. And so that I didn't come. It. I didn't come empty-handed either. <laughs> so that explains it. I actually so, came double-fisted. You looked at me and you were like, "Hey, Richard, you said something about a a '90s party," <laughs> and I said. Yeah, you know, I was like, and I, at that point, I didn't know, I knew you were a little bit sleepy. I didn't know that you were about to fall asleep. <laughs> so you, I was like, yeah, man. And then I thought, hey, it'd be kind of fun if you went. You know, there's going to be a lot of people there and we're social butterflies. Well, I know I am. And you are when you've, you know, when you got a little sleepy. So we were like, okay, let's, let's just, you can go if you want to go. Yeah, man, let's go. I was like, you ain't got nowhere. No, man, I ain't got nowhere to be. I'm totally fine with going. I said, okay, cool. So I get you in the car and I don't know where this place is. I've never been there before in my life. Okay. Is any of this ringing a bell to you? Absolutely not. No. So you don't remember. Oh, I was asleep at that point. Let's back up. Let's back up. up. Before you got in the car, you were trying to get in the car with the cup. And I said, Hey man, can't have that cup in the car. You know, something happens we get pulled over that's an open container <laughs> i was like ditch it and you're like what and you argued with me about ditching it you're like what i was like yeah ditch it and you're like Phew. and i turned around and i don't know if you ditched it or drank it i want to say you probably drank it yeah um, <laughs> the dead homies don't get no love from me <laughs> so you jumped in the car uh and off we went and i've get the directions from my wife and i'm like okay all right, this place is a good 20-minute drive, okay? Good 20-minute drive. So we're driving. We get out about five miles down the road, uh, close to the airport. And at this point, the only reaction I'm getting from you is, brother, brother. <laughs> brother, brother, brother. <laughs> I'm like, Josh, are you okay? Brother. <laughs> Brother, brother, brother. <laughs> and like laughing your balls off. So I must have been turned into like Jimmy Snooker at a comedy <laughs> club or something. Yeah. I mean, you just kept laughing. You would do it and go, brother. <laughs> brother, oh brother, brother. <laughs> and I'm died. I'm like, I just think you're part of it's part of the gag. Okay. So we only got like four more miles to travel. and you know the whole way there you're just laughing and cutting up i don't i'm oblivious to knowing that i mean i know you're 
slightly toasted. <laughs> I didn't know you were burnt. <laughs> so we we pull up at the party and you're having trouble with the door. And I'm like, oh, this ain't good. So you finally get out, and but you don't walk around to where I am. So I walk around there to you. And you're falling like into me. <laughs> like like you're like like if somebody stuck a mannequin like on the ground with no balance beam and it just starts falling over and you're laughing going brother 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 <laughs> and you take one step and it's like one of those high steps like I swear to god your knee hit your chest <laughs> and you put it back down and you you go to lean forward like was it was it Phil Collins that had that video where they're all oh Michael Jackson yeah. the boom 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 where they're all leaning forward but their feet are still on the ground yeah. you did one of those leans to me and I took my hand and just kind of forced you back up against the car. <laughs> I was like, all right, you're not coming in. I'm going to take you home. And I opened the door and just kind of got you back in the car. And I shut the door and I said, Josh, just stay right here. I'll be right back. And you go, brother. <laughs> I was like, all right, cool. So I shut the door. I go in and find Julie. I'm like, look, I was going to bring Josh. Uh, I need to get him home. And uh, so that's where I'm going to go. I'm going to take him home and I'll just meet you at home. She was like, okay, cool. I got back out to the car. It was literally two minutes from when I left you. You're asleep. <laughs> and, and it could be because I left the car running and left the heat on. So the heat probably warmed you up because it was a cold night. Uh, ask me how I know. <laughs> <laughs> how do you know? Because so, it was, uh, well, let's, let's, we'll let's get, get to the, we'll get there. So we're driving and, and when we leave the place, the signs are not the best lit. It's a very dark area. It's in the country. And as you're leaving, it says two I 40. So you have to get off I 40 and get on this place. Well, it says two I 40, right? It doesn't say East or West. So I'm thinking, okay, it's going to be, you're going to get to I 40 and you're going to have the option to go left or right. Maybe it was right with a question mark. <laughs> Maybe. Right? right. So I took a right and I should have went straight. So now I know you're, you need to be home like five minutes ago and we are like 20 minutes away from your house. So I take the right and I notice I need to be driving East. I'm driving West and there is not another exit for like four miles. <laughs> and I go, hold on. I didn't hit the, there we go. Shit. <laughs> there we go. There's Barry. I went, Aah. shit. <laughs> So I hit exit 68 <laughs> and I turned around and the whole time I'm talking to you and now you're going brother, brother, brother. <laughs> no laughing now. It's just brother. And I was like, yeah, I was like, okay, Josh, you're fine. We're going to get you home, buddy. So, uh, we're driving, we're driving, we're driving. I'm like, God, why did I have to drive out of the way eight miles? You know, so finally get back. You were low on gas as well. Yes, right? I was low on gas. Uh, the light came on as I got to 68 on my car. It went bee. <laughs> so it means I was 30 miles from empty. So I still had enough to get me, get me back home. So, but I was sitting there going, Oh God, if this thing, if, if this car dies, there's no way in your condition, you're going to be able to help me anything. I might have to call somebody to bring me a gas can. We're going to stretch her. Oh, it would have been bad. It would have been bad. <laughs> So we get almost home and they're, um, you're sleeping it off. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. He's sleeping. We get, I dare say two miles from home, uh, on this road that has a big curve on it. And it's not like you got sick from a curb, but I look over at you and you got spit coming out of your mouth. 
like big stringy, like shaggy dog spit coming out of your mouth. And you go, <laughs> and you just, the spit comes out. I'm like, Josh, it's all right, man. We're almost home, man. And I get almost home out of my mouth. And as soon as I get home out, all I hear is, <laughs> and you threw up all over yourself. And that's it. None of it got on my car except for the seatbelt. <laughs> All over you, your sweater jacket. So I go, okay, you just threw up, Josh. All right, hold up. And thank God your jacket was zipped up. So it all went over your jacket. So you didn't throw up again when you were in the car. So I get there to your house and I open the door and I'm, I open the door for you and you're still buckled in. And like I, I pretty much made myself like, aware that I'm about to get some puke on me. There's about to be some transfer of puke because I'm going to have to throw your arm around me and walk in. So what I do is I go ahead and get you unbuckled. I pull the buckle around you. Of course, my hands probably got a little puke on them. But, dude, I'm, I'm a father. We've been puked on and thrown <laughs> up on and shit on and pissed on. So it's normal. So That's get, a Saturday night. Yeah. So I get the seatbelt off of you. And I go to get you up. And I get your legs out. And you stand up. And you're still kind of conscious at the time. And you're standing up for a second and your knees buckle and you fall like right in the curb. <laughs> like, like head first. No, no, no. You just collapsed. Like from the bottom, like your knees buckled and everything just went straight down, like ass to ground. And I was like, <laughs> how are you falling like this? I was like, okay. So I got your jacket off and I threw it on the ground and I went to like a you fucking up. building demolition. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How did they pow, do that? Pow, 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 and just <laughs> crumbled. They're gonna have engineering videos about me on YouTube <laughs> later on. It's not possible. See, his ba- his knee controlled went, demolition. <laughs> his knee went back into the left. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh yeah, it's controlled demolition. Yeah, that's well, explain Josh Briley's collapse in the alley. <laughs> That was if like he wasn't roofie, right? Then how did it? Happen? That was eighteen years after nine eleven. <laughs> Explain that. No, man, you you went straight down. So, like, I grabbed you by the arms and picked you up and got you back in the car. And you know, you know, you were sitting there and you were leaned back on my center console, so you were kind of laying there. And I go, Josh, man, you're gonna have to help me, man. If I'm gonna get you in this house, you're gonna have to help me. And you're like, okay, and you're still kind of communicating. And uh, I go to help you out again, and then right once, right again, back into the alley. So this time I get you turned, and I just kind of set you on the ground because I'm like, I can't lift you back and get you in the car again. I'm almost spent. So now, I get, let's let's paint a picture <laughs> real quick here. You like to describe the situation really good. Yeah. How much do you think I weigh, Richard? How much did you feel like you weighed? <laughs> I'm every bit of 220 right now. Okay, you felt way heavier than that. <laughs> I mean, in dead weight. I'm is, not a small guy. No, is what no, I'm no. saying. I, I mean, and, and dead and weight. And you're close to six foot, right? Yeah. I mean, so I'm not a, a small person, right? And you're having to pretty much like a dead body. Yeah. <laughs> Which the second time you fell, your glasses fell off, and I saw them fall off. I just couldn't see them because underneath you, your uh, your alleyway, your the gutter or whatever you want to call it, right there at the curb. Uh, was just covered in mud, just caked in mud. So you had wet pants and everything. And I go, Josh, man, if you don't get up, because I knew your mom was at your house. I was like, you don't get up. I'm going to have to go get your mom. And you were like, and I was like, all right. So I tried to get you up, nothing. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to have to go get your mom. So I knock on the door. And your mom comes to the door. At this point, I am worried about you. You know, I was like, okay, I've never seen you like this. Oh, I forgot to say this too. 
when I go to get you out of the car the second time after you fell the first time, immediately threw up all over me. <laughs> it was, Josh, you're going to... And I was like, okay, now my jacket's coming off. <laughs> so now we're both sitting in 30-degree weather, no jacket. You're sitting on... Well, now you're laying down because you fell over <laughs> while I go inside to get your mom. So your mom comes out and she... Uh, you know, I go, Hey, I'm sorry. Uh, but, uh, roofied your son, <laughs> but she, I know that I know this looks bad. And I was like, he's okay, but I think he overdid it. And, and she's like, I was like, I'm so sorry to bring him home this way. And she's like, Oh, you didn't do it. He did it to himself. Joshua, get up. <laughs> like, I was like, no, ma'am. like a mom. <laughs> I was like, no, ma'am. I've, I've tried that. So we sat out there for a good while and I call my wife to say, Hey, can you come help me? And she goes, well, I just got home and I just got our kid who's with, you know, my mother-in-law at the time and we're taking a shower. So if you can give me a little while, I'm like, well, I'm sitting out here in the cold cause Josh threw up on my jacket and he don't have a jacket on. We're both freezing. And she said, well, try this. Uh, the way we do it is, you know, there's this trick that you can rub his sternum. It's called a dry sternum rub or something like that. And it, it should wake him up. I was like, are you sure? And she was like, yeah, it, it'll wake him up. I was like, okay. So at this point, me and your mom had already pulled you from the curb and she got your legs and I got your arms. And it was like, dude, I don't know. I've never grabbed somebody by the arms and not had like some kind of resistance there. Like your arms was like slipping through. <laughs> like, like I couldn't have full Nelson your ass if I tried. <laughs> Your arms were just like, nope, like stretch Armstrong's arms. You know, you would think that they would be like that. You could grab them underneath and pull somebody. Right. Yours was like the opposite end of stretch Armstrong. It was like no, no, uh, no limit to how far back your arms would go. So somehow we got you to your steps of your porch and we sat there for, I know, dude, it, it felt like 30 minutes and we kept thinking, God, please don't let anybody drive by because <laughs> this isn't going to look good. <laughs> so your mom went and got your glasses and your jacket. And you mean two people out at midnight, <laughs> what, what looks to be a dead body, you're both y'all toting it. <laughs> that don't so, look good. <laughs> so we go and uh, Julie says, you know, my wife says, hey, give me a little time. I'll be there. And I go, okay. Well, after we sat out there for what felt like 30 minutes and you like at this point I had done the sternum rub and every time I did it, you went, which at that point your mom started laughing yeah. and I'm like, I'm so sorry. And she's no, it's funny. <laughs> I was like, uh, and you, you wouldn't wake up like you were just at one point I was like, I'm going to have to leave this motherfucker on the lawn because uh, you're not re responding. So, I would got frostbite. <laughs> breathing, <laughs> breathing still, but I'm sitting there going, well, uh, th there's no way I'm going to be able to get him in this house. Uh, I had you propped up. You were leaned back on my knees, and I was just kind of bumping you. So you would kind of wouldn't be comfortable and hopefully just say, fuck it and get up. <laughs> I, every once in a while, I was slapping the side of your 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 side because it was exposed there for a minute i don't know why i was just slapping you on the side <laughs> Give me a fucking pink belly uh, yeah <laughs> that'll <laughs> teach you motherfucker throw up on me i was doing the redneck slap on the back of your neck and i was like i've seen this work with uh you know sleeper holds and, and <laughs> that's how chief that's how uh, strongbow used to wake him up right now that man is responsible he has to wake that opponent up <laughs> i mean honestly dude 
I might be, I mean, what I did, it was trying to wake you up, but I'm sure it would be considered assault in some places because <laughs> I was smacking you and, you know. I'm ru- offended that you assaulted me. You know, kind of like rubbing the back of your neck. So finally, after a while, I just say, fuck it, I've, I'm going to do this. So I reached under your arms, like my my your back to my chest and your head, you know, right over my left shoulder. And instead of and grabbing, the moon was shining, <laughs> and under that moonlight, I looked into your cold, dead eyes. So, and I knew we were both fucked. So I looked at, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> so I looked at your mom and said, "I'm going to try something. Just make sure he doesn't fall forward." And she goes, "Okay." Here was the here was the problem. Other than you laying on the ground, was the first step in your house. Who built your steps? <laughs> Uh, my father-in-law and my father. Okay. Now, Who decided I, to make that first step eight feet in the air? It's like a fortress, isn't <laughs> yes. it? Yes. You almost need a ladder to get to the first step of your house. Right. Yeah. Which After that, you're good. Yeah. But. After that, it's like, what, four inches up all the steps. Well, they usually say, you know, the first step is the hardest of anything. <laughs> and or the last get- step when you're leaving your house. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Now we have one like that on their back, our back porch, and it's on our back step, and it's like you walk off, and it's a big drop, but all the other steps are fine. So yeah, I see it, but yeah, that first step, but we didn't build that. You know, somebody built yours recently, and I'm like, who built this big ass step? So I looked at your mom. I go, I don't know if I can get him up. That's like that was the holdup. That big ass, like I swear to you, it's every bit of like. To be fair, inches. it's probably 15 inches, 15, 16 inches. I took my dick out and measured it. So. <laughs> what, did you run it across it three times? <laughs> yeah, I was like, one, let me, one and m- a half. Miss Frank, look away for a minute. <laughs> Two. <laughs> so, so I looked at her and I said, like, yeah, just make sure he doesn't fall forward. I got up on your first step and I reached under like your arms and grabbed your belt. That was how I grabbed you. And I lifted your ass up enough just to get you on the first step. And as I put you down on that first step, my pants ripped <laughs> immediately. It yeah. was like, nope, fuck this. I'm out. <laughs> Thank God they were aligned because I was, I, and I remember going, oh, my pants just ripped <laughs> while your mom's trying to make sure you don't fall forward. Right. So I got you up. All of, I don't know how many stairs you have, but I got you up all your stairs. Stair a bit of 10. It's a tall porch. And then I got you, I drug you into the house through your front door. And once Did my we, dog look at you like, what the hell? <laughs> I think she, she, your mom had it, had your dog put up. Oh. So uh, I got you into the front door and we shut the door. And I, I mean, it, you know, the screen door. And we were like, okay, thank God it's just warm in here now. And that was when my wife pulled up and we got you on the on the couch uh and everything was fine after that you slept it off and everything was was good right uh no repercussions other than sleeping the next day but i was worried because i knew the beating i put on you trying to get you up and make sure you were alive (laughs) and i was worried about you and everything but uh other than that you know you owe me a motherfucking pair of pants I do know that. and I I'm t- going to ship you some I told, via Amazon. I told Don't your worry. mom, I was like, when he wakes up, I'm going to tell him he owes me for a pair of pants. <laughs> She's like, well, I would. I'd tell him. <laughs> I don't. I, I, I want my pair of pants. Okay. Okay. I'll get you but, some. <laughs> I want the same exact ones. No, They're I didn't Reebok say that. windsuit pants lined. They were nice. You remember that? What brand are they? Reebok. <laughs> windsuit okay. pants lined. I got you. <laughs> Women's 3X? Yes. Okay. <laughs> 
Gotcha. Uh, I got childbearing hips. <laughs> but uh, so anyways, that was when Julie pulled up. We got you on the couch. And I got a message from your wife the next day saying he's fine. You know, don't worry about it. Everything cool, you know. So that's where the story left. Now, when you woke up the next day, how did you feel? Well, the the first thing that I remember, mm-hmm. my wife, she came in. Now, I don't remember this, but she said it took her every bit of five minutes to wake me up. She said, mm-hmm. I was worried about you because you wouldn't wake up. And she said, you finally woke up. She said, the first thing she asked, what did you drink? <laughs> <laughs> She said, I look right at her, liquid. That's that's all I said. <laughs> she kind of laughed, you know, and I got up and took a piss or whatever. And then I went and got back in the bed. Yeah. And she went grocery shopping by herself. Because let's be real. Me at the Kroger out north <laughs> you at 8 o'clock that morning? Yeah. No. Uh, no. No, 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 no. It wasn't going to happen. It, it wasn't happening. She would have been pushing me in the buggy. Because I was so sore, it felt like I had been in a car accident, and pretty much I had been beaten, <laughs> and you know, I I, had, I took like I don't know how many bumps. I, it was like a CZW show from '99. I took that many concrete bumps. You were, it looked like you were trying to curb stomp yourself on the side. You know, uh, my chest hurt so bad. Yeah, I'm sorry, and, man. Um, I mean. I probably shouldn't have done it as much as I did it because I did it more than once. Uh, I was just hoping that it was kind of like, you know, when you prime a motor like a lawnmower. <laughs> right. You just wanting to get that smoke yeah, out and, and me start running correctly. You prime it three times or four times like the thing says. You push <laughs> and you pull the switch and you don't get it going. So you keep priming it. You're right. I was hoping that if I kept priming, you'd probably go. A puff, wake, a puff of smoke would come out yeah. and then boom, I'm up and running. Right. Nope. <laughs> nope, didn't work at all. I just ended up just rubbing your sternum really hard for about 30 minutes. And, uh, you know, I I had, I, I really thought that something was wrong because I, I felt so bad. I, I didn't feel like um, drunk or anything. It just, you know, it felt like I was sick. I had a, I had a, like the flu or something. Right. But, or somebody beat the shit out of me for 30 minutes in the cold. <laughs> I think that did happen. Like somebody said, gave yeah. me a pants ripping beating like a motherfucker. <laughs> I whooped his ass so bad I ripped my, ripped my pants. <laughs> I'm going to whip about $30 more out of your ass. <laughs> if you're lucky, I'll give you change back, motherfucker. So you, so you didn't feel right until when? Like Monday? Oh, man. Like I said, uh, Sunday, I didn't eat anything because I woke up at probably 12 and got up for an hour or two, went back to right. sleep. And then I got up about four and I, I was telling myself, you got to drink some water. <laughs> you know, you got to get hydrated back. <laughs> right. And uh, I did that. But I felt so awful, you know, no appetite, no nothing. And nothing I was going to do. I could drink all the Pepto in the world. It's not going to make me feel any better. So I I went to the bread box, got two pieces of bread out. (laughs) You have a bread box? I do. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, that keeps it uh, at least a week longer, you know, if if you're not a fast bread eater. Yeah. Either way, um, I ate two pieces of bread. And just dry <laughs> white yeah. bread. Well, I, I I felt like I was, you know, putting gas in the tank opposed to uh, eating a fucking steak, you know. <laughs> right. 
so I forced that in there and, and I drank some more water and I just went and laid back down, Yeah, you know, and I was asleep by eight o'clock. Wow. And I know you left your truck here. I mean, yeah, you wasn't going to drive. I wasn't like, so, Josh, get out of my car and get in your truck. Let's so, go. <laughs> so about that, I came that night about six. Yeah. I got my mom to drop I thought me it was off later than that. It may have been seven because yeah. I was in bed probably by eight thirty. Yeah. So, uh, either way, I came and I drive the truck back to my house. Right. This is the next day. This is the yeah, this, Saturday. This, yeah, yeah. This was Sunday night. <laughs> right, right, right. And um, I'm thinking something about this doesn't feel right. <laughs> but I'm thinking, ah, no, it's just because you're still, you know, recovering from your whatever happened. <laughs> Beating. Yeah. At that point, you know, you, at that point you had called me. About four o'clock that day, and explained everything yeah, to me. Told you what happened, and ask you if you had fries the day before. <laughs> yeah, and and uh, even uh, Heather was like, "I heard you don't chew your food, <laughs> or, or that's proof you don't." Yeah, I found yeah. a half a French fry in my car. Sorry, <laughs> you're fine. Either way, um, something about the truck didn't feel right, and I thought it was just me still being messed up or whatever. Yeah. So I drive, I park, and I go in and I go to bed. I wake up everything's normal Monday. I still feel weird because right. I haven't ate or anything like right, that. Right. Uh, I start the truck up. I'm fixing to go to work. I drive maybe five feet and it's like, you know, you, you remember how it was when a hot wheels wheel would fall off <laughs> and it would just be blah, 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 right, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. something's wrong. So I back up and I park I got a fucking flat tire. What? Yeah. And apparently, whenever I drove from your house the night before, it was feeling so weird because it was almost flat. Right. And, you know, but it was still drivable, you know, but it felt like right. it was pulling to the right really bad. And I was just thinking something, you know, you're still screwed up. or something. <laughs> You know, I, I didn't know what was wrong, but I knew I felt like shit. And, right. you know, I had I, to I feel home. like shit. My car probably ain't really bad. It's just me feeling like shit. No. <laughs> Either way. Um, and I had to deal with that. Another uh, set of bullshit with that getting to work. How am I going to get to work? <laughs> you know, and then. Work all day knowing, well, you got to go get a fucking tire and <laughs> deal with all that when you get home. And I can't lift that damn thing because my chest hurts like a bitch. <laughs> but yeah, I had to go get a new tire and everything else. And I finally ate at work probably about 12 o'clock. Nice. So I went almost two, two days, days yeah. without eating anything but two pieces of bread <laughs> and drinking a little bit of water. But, I mean... Okay, and then we'll get to that in just a minute. But you, uh, you told me that you had this huge bruise somewhere. Like when I saw you, like a week later, you were like, "Oh yeah, this bruise is healing up nicely," and it was like a big one on your arm. Yeah, you said you had. I, don't I even figured know it was just a thumb mark where we were trying to where y'all were up. trying to pull me and and all that. <laughs> Because at that point, I knew I had been wrestled with. <laughs> because you had told me what all, all had Did happened. Did your waist hurt at all from the belt? No. I don't know how that belt held you, man. Because uh -uh. honestly, it shouldn't have. I was basically picking you up by your belt and your pants seam. That's how I was lifting you, basically. My belt's not really that bad of a belt. I no, mean, I mean, so. I mean, no, I mean that, but I'm saying, like, I would have figured it would have cut into you a little bit. Oh, no, no. It, it was good. Oh, cool. So just sternum hurting, back hurting, you know. Well, if I, your pants would have been like my pants, it would have ripped immediately. Could you imagine 
<laughs> if your pants would have ripped. And I like, had mud all caked in my ass and everything. <laughs> so there's a passed out guy with no sh- with a shirt on, short sleeve shirt, and just what looks like... <laughs> Vomit all over him. What looks like assless jean chaps. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like he shit his pants because mud's everywhere. Dick and balls just free in the wind. <laughs> mud covered. And then the cops pull up. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't uh, what it looks like. We're filming a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Where are the cameras? It's it's a PSA, <laughs> right? Uh, but no, man. I I, I want to say we told that story because uh, it, it's made you now turn over a new leaf. There is a happy ending, yeah. man. Yeah, you didn't die. I, I did not die. I went through a metamorphosis, if you will, mm-hmm. a metamorphosis of my person. Yes, uh, I have not touched the sailor juice since that night <laughs> and i don't plan on ever doing it again i mean maybe when one of my kids get married and if they have a toast they have i'll a toast. black out at that and piss my pants no, or no, whatever no, 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 no. if they have a toast at the at the wedding with wine or whatever i'm not gonna say so, oh no 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 so you're pretty much going straight edge from here on out is what you're saying why not wow because be- honestly look it's like this there's never been a time to where I've just blacked out. I have no right. memory of anything. I could have done anything at that point if you wouldn't have been with me, and I would have never remembered it. <laughs> I, I mean, the and, worst I've ever seen you was you shit your pants going to your house. And I remember every bit of that. Every bit of that. I remember it, and I questioned, was I roofied at the bar that night? You know it. Yeah. And I still remember it. Yeah. But... Which is funny the, because there was a bartender that was... He was arrested you, for roofing yeah, people. Yeah, he was arrested for roofing people. And uh, y- you were swearing up and down that he was flirting with you and wanting to try to roofie you. And I was like, no. Because both of you, you and JP were both ribbing me. He said, he's flirting with you, dude. <laughs> Why do you think I would say something like that? Well, I mean, it was kind of odd. He, he was kind of saying things. Oh, it's Give your birthday, you huh? Yeah, yeah, stuff he like that. He gave me a free drink for my birthday. That's the one the roofie was in. <laughs> that is the one the roofie I, was in. Looking back on it now, you weren't roofie that day. You might have just been ex-laxed or something. Uh, but you wasn't roofied. If you were... If you were roofied, I probably wouldn't remember it. Last week or two weeks ago, uh, I would say yeah, but I don't know who would have done it because me and McCaskill have nothing to gain. I, he was mad about that <laughs> damn nine-year-old girl that we fought over when we were nine. He yeah. was like, "Thanks for adding when it. we were nine in that sentence." Oh yeah, fourth grade was a motherfucker because you wouldn't shut up about beep. Yeah. <laughs> you can't say the name. <laughs> but but that's awesome, man. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I mean, like I said. Uh, getting back to, to my main point. You've never been that bad. I've before. never been that bad to where I've blacked out. I have no memory of anything. Right. Because like I told you on the phone last week, there's a certain point in my memory of la- the two weeks ago right. to where I just stopped remembering. It was like I went to sleep at that point. And well, from, beat the fuck no, out of from what you say, <laughs> I was awake talking uh, having all kind of conversations for at least two hours after that point. I stepping like a motherfucker. Yeah, like a Clydesdale. Like a fucking Clydesdale in a Budweiser commercial. I wish you could see that step you made. It was a high step and then a lean. That's why my hamstring hurt like a motherfucker. I did one of them Steven Seagal make your knees touch your chest. But, but yeah, I mean, no more, uh, no more sauce, man, because I cannot be trusted. Well. No, that's, that, that, that's, that's real. I can't well, I mean, trust myself good. 
That's a good, well, the way you said it was funny, but I get it. And I totally understand, you know, anybody that has that kind of an issue and they see it in them. I mean, that's great that you can say, hey, I might have an issue. I'm going to back off. And that's totally commendable. Uh, I, I, you know, like I said, I was worried about you that night, but good that you're doing better. Have you lost any weight in the last two weeks since you've? No, I don't. I haven't changed anything else. <laughs> if I, I eat, eat what, more, <laughs> I eat whatever I want, you know. And which, honestly, man, I, I want to change that because you know, uh, it's just science. You can't yeah. live forever, or not. I, obviously, no one can live forever. But what I'm saying <laughs> what is, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> you can't live a a, a lengthy life right. just putting whatever in your mouth. Right. You know? I mean. <laughs> there could be like yeah, three or four different major jokes cup. yeah 80s porno uh, jokes and all yeah. kind of stuff but what i'm saying is <laughs> i'm gonna really try to watch you know sugar and all that right. because man i'll be 37 this year and it's almost time where it's like well you're either gonna have to do this or you gotta do that <laughs> are you gonna die Pretty or lose much. your foot to diabetes or something. Yeah, I, I get it. And I'm I'm still on that train with you, man. Like, I, I need to do something. And I'm going to the gym, and my weight has dropped about 10 pounds, but I can't lose any more. And it's like I've hit a first plateau. So You ought um, to try to look into bone shimming. <laughs> Swear uh, they shave a little bit off your bone structure. Yeah, I don't think shave it's at bones. least a few. Uh, bone density does create I, I, a lot of weight. I don't think it's my bones. Yeah. And, We're going to get rid of uh, some of that mass. I will say this. All the shit you give me for a rent back, I still was able to get you up and into the house. And I'll Did say that this. Did that re your back? No. like Honestly, dude. I, you know, Then you're lying about the rent back. Well, here's the thing. and Anybody that ever has a bad back always has that part where – They'll have catches still. I mean, that's just normal. But for the most part, man, I mean, everything's normal. And But the first thing your mom said when I was lifting you was, don't hurt your back. <laughs> I know your back's not good. Yeah. And I'm like, well, my back's fine other than, you know, if you miss, you know, steps here and there. Old mom being a mother yeah. through everything, even a war zone. Yeah. I, I wish she would have told me, don't rip your pants now. <laughs> <laughs> when you lifting him. Instead, don't rip she's your pants. like, I tell that motherfucker he's buying me some new ones too. <laughs> kick him while he's down. <laughs> Give him a good kick. See if that while you're will. slapping him, kick him. <laughs> <laughs> oh god does she get any action on that slapping or just you <laughs> let me slap him around too come here <laughs> he won't remember pow, pow. <laughs> all right man but i'm glad i'm glad you're turning over a new leaf and uh i just uh, hope i'm as funny no i think you'll be fine man i mean honestly i have to read some joke we've <laughs> No, no, don't no, know, Josh. No, <laughs> aren't you glad I didn't say banana? <laughs> oh, anyways, God, yeah, I do that joke. Hey, someone said you look like an owl. <laughs> Who? <laughs> there you go. Uh, man, no, uh, but no, I'm glad you're doing better, and uh, I mean that sets up for some good things, and we won't go into particulars here. But we have a possibility of doing something big in the next couple of months. And it'd probably benefit us if we were both healthier and more alert. We'd get a lot more mileage out of it. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, so big things coming. Keep keep tuned to P3 Radio. Uh, and we'll spill the beans on that as it happens. Uh, we're going to possibly do some um, in the future try to get to some more of these gigs and more of these events and, you know, kind of interview some people. And I know I'd like to go out and see some uh, wrestling events with Josh and uh, try to do that whole thing. And 
And it'd be fun to actually get some more interviews that way too. But big things on the horizon. Just stay tuned and uh, we'll have those out pretty soon for you. But Josh, I mean, that's about all I have for this week. Do you have anything you wanted to talk about this week? I think we covered it. I think <laughs> I think the the epic saga of Hillbilly Josh and his uh, moonshine still was was a nice story and it has a happy ending. It does, and hopefully a bright future. Well, if um, if they want to listen to some of the archives of our archives of our show, archive. Where do they go to do that, Josh? Well, on any podcasting app, the way you're listening to the show right now, you can listen to us on iTunes, P3 Radio, all one word, or find us on Google Play or, like I said, any podcasting app. And on Twitter, we are at P3 Radio, the number one. And on Facebook, you can find us, go in your search bar, type in Pop Poncho, and you'll see our picture. And you can give us a call at 731-300-6675, 731-300-6675. And a little update, we don't have any return call from the Slapchop people. so We must have uh, insulted for, them. For those of you wondering, no return call. Mm. Maybe next week. <laughs> that's going to do it for us. For Josh Brawley, this is Richard Mulligan saying thanks. We'll see you next week, and good night. Well, I killed them. There we go. Let me try that. Good night!